You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. This is the Classic Auto Mall Podcast. Broadcast from the studios inside the Classic Auto Mall in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. Yes, the Classic Auto Mall is a real mall. Just one hour west of Philadelphia at Pennsylvania Turnpike Exit 298. Featuring nearly 1,000 classic, vintage, and barn find vehicles for sale under one climate-controlled roof. Now, here's your host, Classic Auto Mall President and the man with all the toys, Stuart Howden. That cracks me up every time. I love that intro. I think that's a fantastic intro. Thank you, Jr. What a wonderful job you did with that. It's good to be back. We've been away for a while, a little bit, a couple of weeks, and Jr. Been, has been gone for longer than that. Yep. You know, there's a little gap in his resume. We always call that when you have to go to prison for a couple of weeks or a couple of days. <laughs> He had to do the 48-hour hold. So anyway, um, thanks to the Pat Travers Band for our wonderful theme music and go see them in concert. <laughs> I just saw <clears throat> Kansas is coming to um, the American Music Theater in, in uh, Lancaster. Wow. In Kansas. <laughs> Don't show any less enthusiasm I'm, than you, you know, possibly can. Reading and Lancaster get some pretty good names <laughs> they out absolutely here. absolutely do. <clears throat> and Getty Lee from Rush is doing a... A tour where it's just talking. So he talks about the history of the band and things that happened okay. and cool stories and, awesome. you know, kind of like a, just a sit down one on one, a one man show or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that might be kind of cool too. So. Yep. Hey, is this show going to uh, air uh, this coming Saturday? This be- show will air this Saturday. We're, we're actually live on YouTube right now. Not yep. that anybody's watching, but we'll have, we'll have this recorded on video. Well, good thing well. we sp- spent all the millions of dollars to have the equipment <laughs> so nobody's watching. I love that. That's fantastic. I must have missed a zero in, in the check, but that's all right. We spent a, a decent amount of money. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So this will air on America's Web Radio on October the 14th, which will put me in Chattanooga. That day and the next day okay. with the annual Chattanooga Concord d'Elegance and uh, rally and uh, car show and gala. Yeah, and what is the, the event called? It's the Chattanooga. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, oh, boy. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, look it up. If you hear me going away it, from the microphone. It's uh, the auto, <laughs> auto fest or something. Oh, no, 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 no. Keep talking. I want to get it right because uh, this is the, it's, it's a new, newish, a newish program. Yeah. And uh, it's been really successful, and uh, all the all the big names are there: Stuart Howden, Corky, Corky Coker. All our guests are there. We get a lot of guests from the, the Chattan- Chattanooga Motor Car Festival. There you is go. the actual name of it, and uh, it's a wonderful event uh, uh, put on by a developer who uh, loves Chattanooga and owns most of the downtown area where it takes place. Mm. And the great thing about the Chattanooga Concorde Elegance is the fact that it's downtown Chattanooga. Most mm-hmm. concours are in on a golf course, which allows for basically unlimited space, which is kind of cool. Right. <clears throat> and you're not as landlocked as you might be at a, uh, a street festival, if you will. But it's a really cool setting, lots of bars and restaurants and lounges and all kinds of cool things going on. So if you get a chance um, today or tomorrow, if you're listening on America's Web Radio or on YouTube, uh, this coming weekend. Uh, today is, what is today? The 11th. The 11th, yeah. yeah. So we're recording on October 11th. It's our 110th week of shows. Wow. The 110th show. Hot, hot diggity. As they say. <laughs> as they, in Chattanooga. In Chattanooga. I like to call it Chattanooga because, you know, 
So it's a beautiful, beautiful day outside, and I know you hate it when I say that, so I just said right, that to say right. that. Um, and I see one of those... Uh, what is that? That's one of those new Genesis uh, SUVs, the G. Oh yeah, those are cool. They look like kind of look like a, a Cullinan, 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 <laughs> Rolls Royce, the Rolls Royce, the Cullinan. Yeah, eighty thousand dollars. Eighty thousand dollars. That what you mean? Wow. You, you can talk, Jr. Yeah, you can talk. Just uh, just get feedback. It comes on the speaker. Yeah, I was just going to say it's a G eighty. A G eighty. And they're actually as low as sixty two and loaded up. I've driven them. Uh, and apparently they're every every bit as nice as a Mercedes or a BMW of its, uh, uh, which are more money than than that. I mean the the Genesis. I have a buddy of mine who's mm-hmm. extremely wealthy uh, who drives Genesis uh, sedans, and he's got everything. He's got Ferraris and Packards and Duesenbergs and. It, it, this is so timely because last night I was looking. I, I'm I have this like weird fascination with Equus, the Hyundai Equus, right. which is like this high end luxury car that wasn't wasn't badged Hyundai. It was right, and then I, that got me into the Genesis thing. So right. I started looking at Genesis on Auto Traders and right. stuff, and they're they're very nice, and they kind of you know they kind of resemble mm-hmm. um, high end luxury cars. Yeah. I mean, they've borrowed some cues from that. At yeah. first, I thought when they first came out that they were going to be, uh, uh, you know, when you're buying a high end car, you want that. Uh, three-pointed star on your sure. your hood, right? But uh, now it's become kind of commonplace because they found people have found what great vehicles they are. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and and they're a lot of value for the buck. And welcome now to the classic SUV auto mall, <laughs> right? <laughs> not even classic. They're not even classic yet. So, you, did you ask me where we sold cars? Where did you sell cars? Well, I decided not to do the three week thing okay. like we did on the mm-hmm. last show because. That was too many to read. It was a lot. So I did just the last week, and so we maybe missed a week. So if you bought a car from us and you didn't hear your down called out, yes. like on Romper Room when they said, I see Stuart and I see Billy and I see whoever, <laughs> uh, then I'm really sorry about that. But anyway, where yeah. did we sell cars the last week? How about Port St. Lucie, Florida? Hop. How do you say Hop at Kong, oh. New Jersey? H-O-P-A-T-C-O-N-G. I have no idea. Somebody will tell us. I'm certainly certain. Newark, Delaware, Dallas, Pennsylvania, Motuka, New Zealand, Waldorf, Maryland, Wilmington, California, Boca Raton, Florida, Fort Myers, Florida, Morganville, New Jersey, Milford, Delaware, Pasadena, Maryland, Black Eddy, Pennsylvania. Ooh, Black Eddy, mm-hmm. beautiful up there. Isn't it Black Eddy? That's the that song. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh, Black, Black Betty. Music. <laughs> Black Betty, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, and Katona, New York. Uh, so yeah. uh, there's it's like seven seven states and one country and New one Zealand country New Zealand and wow. we've we've been busy with uh, foreigners they've been here quite a lot with Hershey <laughs> just as ended mm-hmm. recently and I met some people from Tennessee actually yeah. Uh, wow yeah they wanted to know uh, they said now how much did we how much is the turnpike from Hershey because we just got we didn't have a tag they didn't have an easy pass <laughs> right. in other words and they were like. They were worried that it was going to be like 30, 40 bucks. And I don't think it is from Hershey. I think no. it's about 10 bucks. I think it's about five or six bucks on the easy pass. And if you don't have an easy pass, then it's like 10 bucks. But if you get a, if you get a uh, ticket for, or a, mm-hmm. you know, a bill in the mail, if yes. you will, from easy pass and you know somebody has one, they can usually get it for half price. See, it didn't used to be that way. Is that right? Yeah. It used to be that it didn't matter if you were, if you had a, a an easy pass or not, it was the same price, whether you paid mm-hmm. cash or you paid it on your easy pass. Now it's a separation because they have to bill you and all that. Blah, blah, I, blah. I, inf- I told them, first of all, I told them my boss was from Tennessee too. And I was like, <laughs> I was like in, you know, we were like buddies from that moment yeah. on. Tennessee people are so cool. Yeah. And they're from outside Bristol. So uh, anyway, the the Tri-City area, which is in northeast Tennessee, Mm -hmm. and I'm from central eastern Tennessee, which is Knoxville. I said that. I told him when you get that thing in the mail, 
I mean, I didn't know about that easy right. path with the thing you just said, but you got to pay it right away because you will immediately get a fine yeah. or a late fee of five dollars on top of mm-hmm. what you owe them, and they're not compounded hourly, yeah, so. pretty much. <laughs> so anyway, and and you know the great thing about the easy pass is that you know it just goes so you know our roads are so nice because of it. <laughs> you know where the roads are really nice? Well, Delaware and Virginia. Are they? I was going down through Delaware when we were going to Norfolk uh, and Virginia Beach a couple of weeks ago. The roads are really great down there. They're smooth and, hmm. you know, you see the old meme on Facebook where they, you know, show the Romans building roads that are still lasting today. And then the top engineers are building them today and they're covered yeah. in potholes in a year. Exactly. These things have been built since, you know, right. before time. Yeah, I've been on stone that's thousands of years old. Yeah. It's not a very pleasant ride. Well, kind you like know, the Stringo on our, yeah, right. <laughs> on our tile exactly. floor. <laughs> well, Virginia and Maryland, both heavy use of photo cameras or whatever right. they're called, uh, traffic cameras, big police force. That you can, in Virginia, you have to go to the speed limit on the... Can't have um, a radar detector. They'll, they'll, right, they'll exactly. rip it right out of your it's car real and smash it on the ground. Heavily regulated states, those yeah. two states. I've gotten tickets in both, Yeah, and that's how they fix the roads. Did you deserve your tickets? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, they have what they call speed traps. You know, the, the, suddenly the, the speed limit drops right. 10 by right. 10, and you don't know it. Uh, Except for the sign that was just 100,000 <laughs> yards back. You could dispute it, but it's so much easier to pay the 150 yeah. well, bucks. I was going to dispute my red light camera ticket in California until I saw the picture of me. Right, sure. <laughs> yeah, there was no, I couldn't say, well, that's just somebody who looked like me. No, it was right. me. It was obvious it was me. Handsome, gray beard. Yes, you know, that's Glasses. You. That you was know. you. Can't deny Good luck it. paying a, <laughs> um, a, a Jersey uh, easy pass or getting out of an easy pass right. ticket. Uh, I had a pass that was valid and I sent all the paperwork. I fought him several. Right. I actually wrote the governor <laughs> who sure. got who had somebody from the department call me and say we're sorry right. Mr. Russ and we're, we're, we're don't let it but Jersey is unbelievable yeah. yeah it's it's interesting because you can go through those and you don't know if maybe your battery's dead or something you know if it doesn't pick it up and sometimes maybe you're going a little too fast through mm-hmm. those and they say the speed limit is 15 although mm-hmm. That's usually what I try. Oh, to. in the in the in the Easy Pass uh, lane, toll lane, toll yeah. Lane. Mm-hmm. No, I blow through. But this. how about the one at King of Prussia, where it goes from <laughs> seventeen lanes to two, yeah, three, really, and one of them's an exit, so it's really the mm-hmm. two lanes, yeah. And, and people just at the last minute just come barreling over, mm-hmm. and it's like. You had a nice, clear, open one right in front of you, and you had to come over 13 lanes to get in mine. And, of course, then, you know, then you start holding your elbows, sticking your elbows out a little bit to keep them from doing, you know. Because, you know, now at this point in time, it's a contest, and I'm not going to let you win. <laughs> because that's the, the mature thing to do when you're driving. And most to, of your cars have the right throttle. They they do. We do have a uh, – the right pedal is a pretty good pedal. Yeah, that's it. It, it works pretty well. Right. And, uh, you know, but uh, hey, Easy Pass is part of it, and, you know, it's just uh, – we see on Highway 23, which runs behind Classic Automall here, all the people that are obviously avoiding the turnpike. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's very busy during many, you know, all kinds of, all day parts. And people, I think mm-hmm. we talked to a lot of people and they're, well, we're just avoiding that toll on the turnpike. Of course, it takes them an extra hour. Well, that's how I got to work today. I told, I texted JR and I'm behind a landscape truck in, in Royersford and I'm going to be a little late today. Yeah, going to be a little late. Going to yeah. be pushing the envelope. But I saved eight bucks. So there you go. <laughs> And, but you use that in the extra gas, but you know, yeah, exactly. people don't count that. Exactly. You know, that's just not the same. So, because everything is so cheap anymore, you know, and right, we could right. do a whole show on that. Sure, right? sure. Everything is not mm-hmm. is too expensive, and to this and to that. And anyway, goodness gracious, we sound like a couple old couple old ladies. Old ladies. But there are car bargains at the Classic Auto Mall. <laughs> Let me tell you. Thank you that's for a that. heck of a segue there.
<clears throat> yeah, we do have some great bargains here, and we have some great cars that we've gotten in lately. We'll talk about that on the next segment, uh, some of the new inventory that we've uh, gotten in. And, of course, this is our busy, 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 busy time of year with Hershey and Carlisle going on. Those are two big shows that we participate in. And then just people thinking about winter and, you know, not going to be able to use it. Maybe it's a good time to sell my car mm-hmm. uh, because I'm not going to get to use it for the next three or four months. And and if not now, when? And if I wait till spring to think about selling it, then I'm going to want to use it again. So maybe it's better to try to sell it here. Or, you know, use this as free storage until... <laughs> <laughs> well, we're cracking down on that. We're, cra- we're cracking the whip on that, <laughs> fellas. And uh, we've got a, we got a lot of cars. How many cars? Of guys. Okay. Uh, how about 900... And eighty. Wow. Yeah, we're pushing a thousand. Wow. We are so close. We're good. We'll get there by the end of the year. Uh, oh, we will. I guarantee. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know. We will be. I know. Ten coming in. So. Uh, well. There you go. Nice job. Mm. Am I add a boy in you already yeah. before I've even seen the cars? You know. Well, I think you've got more than that too. We've talked about some other deals as mm-hmm. well. So, uh, but there's a lot of cars out there. It's hard to believe, but they had a thousand cars at the uh, Hershey show. I'm just in the judge part of the show. I'm not talking about wow. the car corral. Car really? corral. I, I don't even know how many. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it's one of those things. There just seems to be an unlimited supply of classic cars and and people that aren't willing or don't want to sell them themselves. And that is a recipe for beautifulcality. Beautif- oh, I don't know what that means, <laughs> that but I, agree, I totally agree with you. <laughs> for classic automobile. Beautifulcality. I like that song. Uh, anyway, when we return, we'll uh, get to uh, some of our new inventory. Uh, when we return with the Classic Automall Podcast. Just a minute. See ya. Call J.C. Taylor today for a competitive quote on collector car insurance. Give your most prized possessions the attention that they deserve. You'll receive agreed value coverage, giving you the peace of mind to know you're always protected. J.C. Taylor has been supporting the hobby with reliable service that has lasted for six decades. Call 888-ANTIQUE or visit jctaylor.com slash awr to get a quote today. That's 888-268-4783 or visit jctaylor.com slash awr. Drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor. It's a museum. It's a showroom. It's an experience. The Classic Auto Mall in Morgantown, Pennsylvania is 336,000 square feet of rare, custom, and specialty automobiles on display and on consignment. From the earliest production cars to modern exotics, Classic Auto Mall is a feast for the eyes and the memories. Stroll through time in any season in this climate-controlled facility that you simply have to see to believe. Admission is free. Just remember to bring comfortable shoes. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with the Classic Auto Mall podcast from the Classic Auto Mall studio in beautiful Morgantown, Pennsylvania, right on the turnpike. You can't miss us. Honk when you drive by. And if you honk when you drive by, we'll, if we're standing outside, we'll wave to you. And uh, if we don't hear you, we'll be waving to you inside, but you won't see it because we're inside and you're outside. But we'll hear you honking. So every time you pass our place, honk your horn. Twice. Dun, dun. Just like that. So we'll know that it's you. We'll know that you're paying attention and. Yeah. <laughs> you're so just saying. When you drive by the freeway. Yeah. Freeway? yeah. yeah they honk should. twice. Honk, honk. If you're listening to the show. Yeah. Honk, honk. Or if you're not listening to the show, if you just happen to be driving by next week or, you know, tomorrow or whenever, mm-hmm. then honk your horn. And... There was a gas station in Michigan City, Indiana that had a sign that said, if you can't stop, Smile as you drive by. <laughs> I like that a lot. So uh, some of the new inventory we've gotten in, of course, like I said, busy time of year for inventory and uh, a lot, lot going on. Um, normally, 
in October, uh, late September and, and all of October, we'll get the most amount of cars in a month that we've gotten all year. Uh, we'll probably consign 150 cars this October, mm-hmm. which is, you know, we're how many days in now? Seven ish, 11, yeah, mm-hmm. seven or 11, seven, 11. Seven, 11. Yeah, so it's like the casino over there. <laughs> <laughs> lucky seven, lucky 11 or not. Um, anyway, some of the new inventory, uh, in, uh, the 97 Viper GTS coupe in a Viper blue. And are you on the wrong? Wait, page? do I have the wrong? Yeah, there you go. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Thank yes. you. Goodness. I want to make sure you're, you know, you're all connected. Um, Viper blue over black. I love how you can just make up your own color name. It's Viper blue. Yeah, it's a Viper. It has to be different in Viper blue. And uh, three owners since new. Five thousand and thirteen actual miles. Mm-hmm. Uh, second year for the second gen GTS. 456 horsepower, 8-liter V10. You know, they put the V10 in because they wanted to be different. They wanted mm-hmm. something that would make it stand out. And, of course, a V10 is rarely used in anything. I mean, what has a V10 in it these right. days? Trucks? I trucks, don't, I don't yeah, know. mostly trucks, I would imagine. Uh, and uh, But the Viper kind of claimed that one, and it worked for them. Nobody copied them. Maybe there was a reason nobody copied mm-hmm. them. Maybe it was difficult. Maybe it was mm-hmm. expensive. Maybe it was impractical. Uh, maybe it was, you know, I don't know. Who knows? I don't, I don't know either, but 456 horsepower out of a V10. Yeah. I'm sure if you made a few tweaks, you could probably squeeze oh, a few yeah. more horsepower. Oh, yeah, I think you might get it up to 500 pretty easily. Yeah. It's got the Burlander uh, catback exhaust, which I'm sure adds a little bit of uh, power to power mm-hmm. to it, That's as right. we'd say in Tennessee. That's right. And, uh, and the original parts are included, which is always important. If you modify your car, Make sure you hang on to the original stuff because someday somebody might like to take it back to original. Mm-hmm. Whether that's exhaust, whether that's the wheels, whether that's, you know, the intake system, whether it's the cold air induction, whether yada, yada, yada. Save the old stuff because it's important. And especially if it's the original stuff that's on the car if, of any era, even if it's a new car and you take something off and replace it with something, mm-hmm. think forward. Think that you're just a steward, duh, not steward. Uh-huh. Of these cars. That's and, right. And therefore, keep that stuff because mm-hmm. it's important. So. Vipers always come in pretty – there was one that had like 30,000 miles, and that's high mileage for a Viper sure. because they're not – you know, they're not typically used every day, obviously, sure. and people – but that guy enjoyed his mm-hmm. and uh, did sell. But most of them come less than 10,000 miles. Yeah. And I think <clears throat> for a number of reasons. Number one is a lot of car guys that have, that have the the means to afford a Viper probably have other cars. Sure. And it is difficult to drive multitudes of cars. I can attest to that. I've got too many cars as it is now. So what you find is is that you know you just don't have time enough in the day to drive mm-hmm. everything. And so these cars keep low mileage because invariably somebody will say about a low mileage Ferrari, Lamborghini, Dodge Viper, Oh, that's crazy. Why wouldn't that guy have mm-hmm. driven that car? How mm-hmm. stupid. What, if I had a Ferrari like that, I'd drive it every day. Well, no, you wouldn't. Right. Because they're very expensive to fix, and mileage kills their value. And if you've got 10 other Ferraris, then why drive one? And, or The logic could be one of two things. Don't drive the nine and drive one every day and mm-hmm. put a ton of miles on it. Or drive them all equally. And uh, make sure to keep the you know flat spots off the tires and keep everything lubed up and going. Because sitting on a car, as we have been preaching for since we started, and I don't mean sitting your rear end on the hood. I mean having a car sitting for extended periods of time is more harmful to a car than being driven. Of course, because it, it things just clog up and gum up and freeze up and dry up, and <clears throat> all the fluids in a car are. Most cars are designed that. 
the fluid, there's a lot of the fluid, if it's oil, for example, is still coating parts in the engine block. The longer it sits, the more that they're not really designed for all of the oil to be in mm-hmm. the oil pan. Right. So when all that seeps into the oil pan, now you got, you know, where it leaks and overflows and all that. Sure. And listen, it, don't get scared because of a car has a leak. I mm-hmm. mean, there are leak, there are reasons that cars leak. And, for that reason alone, yes, if there's, if there's un, other, you know, underlying problems with a the car, then, you know, absolutely a leak is part, you know, one of ten. But if all it's doing is seeping a little bit out of a, out of a area, mm-hmm. or it's been sitting for a while and it's leaked a little bit, then it may not be a problem as much as you think it is. So don't, don't turn your nose up at a car that's leaking because if it's a Corvair and it's not leaking, it's probably not running. <laughs> probably doesn't have oil. <laughs> probably has no oil or no, you know. <laughs> right. So, so don't be so discouraged on that. Anyway, <clears throat> some more inventory. I have really, I sound like a little frog, a little froggy this morning. Yep. Um, and it's not even morning. You know, heck, it's almost noon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just usually now getting up. All right. Uh, another new inventory, 64 International Scout 80, moss green metallic over black and white. This is kind of, a beautiful, ugly car. I love it. It's, I love it. I, I absolutely yeah, yeah. love it. And it's one of those ones, it's kind of an ugly duckling, but it's really cool. And the moss green is a perfect color. It works, for 100%. This yep. It's nicely restored. It's got both the hard top and the soft top. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dana axles, which are you know heavy duty and will get you out of the bog in mm-hmm. Tennessee, and uh, 151 cubic inch inline four, and all the build documentation is available that goes with the car as well, too, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. You know, like I said, save the paperwork, save the parts, save everything that you got with the car, because you one day are going to be selling the car, or somebody's going to be selling mm-hmm. the car, and, uh, and it would be a shame for all that stuff to end up in your attic. This car, this truck reminds me of a full-size Tonka toy. It's mm-hmm. just, it's all metal. The dash is metal. The hood weighs 500 pounds. It's such a beautiful thing. And it's utilitarian. I right. mean, it's, it's purely for a farm. It's a farm truck, but it's, you could take this to shows and it, it's just a winner. Yeah. I think it, it, it'll attract as much attention as just about anything. Sure. You know, that's the type of vehicle that you pull up in and there's not a lot of, you might see 20 Broncos and you might see 10 Blazers mm-hmm. and you might see whatever, whatever. Uh, you may never see another 1964 International Scout 80. They right. just don't see them because they got used until they were no more used to be had in them. It's it's my favorite thing about Trucks Nationals, which is oh. the event at Carlisle where right. I take the Typhoon. But they have a whole section of International Harvesters, and there's this year there are very few of them. There are probably right. six there. So they're they're pretty rare and uh, and special. especially well, especially in this part of the world because they were mm-hmm. a steel mm-hmm. and b there's a lot of salt and stuff and and they were used as trucks and mm-hmm. utility. A lot of power companies would use them to go up and service power lines up in the woods throughout that's know, right Pennsylvania and mm-hmm. so they were and and you used it until there was you wrung every drop out of that <laughs> thing until you just couldn't get another mile that's out right. of it. it. Just died when it died. Mm-hmm. It was done. And they and left it in the field. They just left it right that's there. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a car lot, and I found selling pickup trucks. You'd either get that really nice one that the guys would fight over because somebody had it, and it was his driver, just like his car, his personal vehicle. And then there was a work truck, yep. and it was just beat to heck. Mm-hmm. And if I've seen ones on the road that are barely running. It's like, that one owes that guy nothing. Yeah, 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 he got all his money and then some out of it. So if you get a chance, check that out on our website as well. If you haven't been to our website, classicautomall.com, and sign up for our newsletter. I, you know, I, I missed a month last month. Did you? Yeah. I, well, I busy. It was it. busy. It was the auction day, uh-huh. it was, and I just I, I just decided I wasn't going to do it. And I, I have a hard time with consciously not doing something. Mm-hmm. I have a very hard time of not 
fulfilling my personal obligation to do what I need to mm-hmm. do. And, uh, and therefore it was very difficult and I pined over it and then I would regretted it after the fact. Uh, and even though it's just a, you know, once a month newsletter, we're not, you know, splitting atoms. We're not changing mm-hmm. the world here. It's just something that I, you know, I like to do. And I think it's important for our customers who like to get an email once a month from us. Not a lot. Uh-huh. I see these people unsubscribe and they say, receive too many emails from me. I'm thinking, <laughs> I got companies out there that I get 12 a day, you know. Yeah. Right. And, and emails from me don't count as official classic automall <laughs> right. if I'm bothering you about a car. <laughs> exactly. So, but, uh, but yeah, sign up, uh, newsletter, uh, classicautomall.com and we'll once a month send you something and it, you know, hopefully you'll enjoy it. Are you little... doing a double issue for next month? Well, I'm not doing a double oh, okay. issue. I'm well, you just doing a, a regular no, issue. Well, thanks. Now, now you've added more pressure to me because now I'm going to have to really rethink this. Well, you're going to, I'm probably... a fragile soul, Steve. Well, I hear and, you. And... I believe me. We know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, sometimes it pays to get out of bed and sometimes it doesn't. Right. So anyway, new, other new inventory, mm. 1959 Alfa Romeo, Julieta, Spider 750F Veloce in sky blue over black. It's a really cool car. Beautiful. The guy bought it in 1967 wow. and restored it um, just a little while back. Rebuilt the motor about 700 miles ago. One of 354 built, mm-hmm. uh, beautiful leather interior, four-speed manual transmission. Really a cool car. And of course... The Alfa Romeos are always surprising to people. You can put it next to an MG, for example, and this mm-hmm. is just a, you know, throw it off the wall, uh, uh, idea, but, but you can put it next to MG and both, and people, most people would say, oh, those are both little cute cars and they're probably both worth about, you know, $10,000. And the MG's worth $10,000 and the Alfa Romeo's worth way more. They have really come on strong because they have a really cool name, Alfa Romeo. Oh, it's Italian. Or Romeo, yeah. I guess, if you could, you know, yeah. want to say it that way. But anyway, a beautiful car, kind of outside the realm of things. We don't get a lot of those. They're, they're only 350 built, so mm-hmm. it's not like you can expect to uh, see a bunch of them around here. Uh, came from a great consigner, a, a family uh, who is uh, the father passed, and they're mm. um, reluctantly selling dad's cars because they know it's the right thing to do. They know that by sitting and continuing to sit, uh, going to be, you know, less value as, as time goes on. Sure. So, you know, and that's always a, a, a tough scenario for people is what do we do with dad stuff and when do we do it? When is the right time or wrong time or in your mind to, to say, it's time for these cars to go. And it's, a, it's, a, it's really, it's, it's, it's kind of soul wrenching or mm-hmm. gut wrenching, if you will, uh, watching this process of this. But the nice thing is, is that we make it easy. We do our best to make it as simple as possible. We do our best to get the most amount of money for the car that we can. We market it everywhere. We do everything that we can. So, uh, if you've got a car and, or cars, uh, uh, in the collection of dads or moms mm-hmm. or whomever, uncle, brother, mm-hmm. uh, let us know and we'll, uh, we'll give you an idea of what we think they're worth. And we'll talk you off the ledge if you have a number that seems to be, you know, outside the the realm of reality, which, hey, listen, what a car was worth 10 years ago or five years ago could be completely different today. It could be up or down. Up or down. That's I right. mean, that's that's the, the boon and the bane mm-hmm. of the classic car world. Uh, other new inventory, 1960 Fiat, Fiat Auto Bianchi. Mint green and white over mint green and cream. So if you're going to go mint green and white exterior, you, why don't you go mint green and white <laughs> interior? The cream was just the 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 thing that made it special. Uh-huh. Right? It blends. It's a really cool little mm-hmm. car. Uh, it's an older restoration, uh, 499cc two-cylinder. 
and multi-time award winner. This thing's won all kinds of awards and and uh, and stuff. So it's a really a great car. Uh, another neat car we got in '67 Chevelle Malibu, marina blue over bright blue. Now this one doesn't have the original motor. 427 cubic inch, 550 horse V8, uh, a Muncie M20, aluminum heads, but it does have the original Protecto plate, which is kind of funny because it's not original. Right. So, uh, and last but not least, the 1917 Packard Twin Six 25 Series Touring, Packard blue and black over black. Restored example, known history since new, which is really important. Uh, double six V12, 424 cubic inches, mm-hmm. and it's rolling artwork. And yeah. not to mention 53 Corvettes, including three ZR1s, which are a car that really, really, really is undervalued. Oh, we I have think. Th- that's amazing. We have three. We've got one that's in anniversary red, that, wow. that burgundy-ish color. Anyway, when we return, uh, we'll talk more about something. Talk to you then. See ya. It's a museum. It's a showroom. It's an experience. The Classic Auto Mall in Morgantown, Pennsylvania is 336,000 square feet of rare, custom, and specialty automobiles on display and on consignment. From the earliest production cars to modern exotics, Classic Auto Mall is a feast for the eyes and the memories. Stroll through time in any season in this climate-controlled facility that you simply have to see to believe. Admission is free. Just remember to bring comfortable shoes. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. What do doctors talk about in doctors' lounges around the country? Find out on The Doctors' Lounge Show every Thursday at 8 a.m. on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with the Classic Auto Mall podcast from the Classic Auto Mall studio in Morgantown, Pennsylvania, on a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It is. Hi, Steve. Oh, back. <laughs> You're back. So uh, the wing uh, f- firmly attached to the we plane flying. now. We're Good. flying. We are live. Nobody's watching uh-huh. at the moment, but they'll they'll tune in as soon as they know. <laughs> see that the sound is better. And the sound is better, and uh, we're figuring this out as we go, folks. In case you didn't see, you know, we're flying blind here, and we're, uh, we're, we'll figure it out. As I was saying before we went to break, 53 Corvettes in inventory, but three zero ones, two white ones, and a and an anniversary uh, red, which is that burgundyish color, which I didn't know that they made it. Okay, a first of all, before we <laughs> enter, I I read this as we had three 1953 Corvettes, <laughs> and I was like three C ones. How that's incredible. Well, we don't have any 53 Corvettes. We do not. It's ironic that we have 53 Corvettes because the first year for Corvette. Right. So. That's a, that is ironic, mm-hmm. and we have and this ZR one is. Is absolutely incredible. Oh yeah, we have three I walked of them. right by the yeah. anniversary edition. Me one. too, because I didn't know that they made a ZR1 in anniversary red. It's usually, it's a car that you normally would not give much of a thought to, unless that was something particular you were yeah. looking for. It's just another Corvette, mm-hmm. and I don't mean that disparagingly to Corvettes. It's just another Corvette. Sure, we have every year. We have you know, except fifty three and fifty four and fifty five, <laughs> and maybe not a fifty six either. But we've had all of those. Yes. If we look back to what we've had, mm-hmm. we've had them all. And you know what? I'm gonna have to figure figure out how to do this and talk about <laughs> what I'm talking over here. But anyway, we'll figure that out one of these days. Or maybe I can just put my laptop right that's here. That's a good idea. Yeah. Well, thanks. Good thing that's, I could think of these that's things. That's why you know? you're in charge. I'm a thinker. So, um, yeah. So where were we? No. 53. This is this anniversary edition. So 
First thing, I, I kind of walked by. It's a 40th right. year anniversary. Right. It's the it's the whatever, the crimson red or whatever. Yeah. And it had a stick shift. And I went, oh, that's weird. Normally they come in their automatics. Right. Older guys bought them up. and right. you know They, they like automatics. They like automatics. Sure. And I, I would too in a Corvette. But mm-hmm. I noticed, that's all I noticed about it. I didn't notice the wheels, right. the size yeah. of the tires, right. yeah, the fat little, back. The fat back, uh, yeah. yeah. And it, and then Justin told me about it. I'm like, yeah. what? Well, you know how Justin is because of the little uh, the valet key, if you will, right. turns the detunes the car, if you will. Incredible. And fat back is a Tennessee thing. <laughs> you keep referencing Tennessee things. I don't know if you're making I'm fun of me. To, or, I'm partial Tennessee. I'm going to Tennessee this weekend. Are you? By golly. In Chattanooga, yes. Hello. Oh, that's right. Uh, Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Yeah, yeah, bring me a, bring me a souvenir. <laughs> well, they make moon pies down there. Oh yeah, <laughs> delicious mm. old moon pies. Mm. Moon pies. They're good. They're good yeah, stuff. They are good stuff. They're they're probably horrible but, oh, for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But who cares? Yeah, right. I mean, so are zingers and ho hos and ding dongs and all, all the good stuff. Stuff's bad for you. Of course it is. Why? I've only been through Chattanooga once, but it was I. Is it I seventy five that ah, runs through it? It is. And you go through down this down the mountain, mm-hmm. and it's huge cut rocks. They yeah. cut through the wall. It's well, it was gorgeous. Yeah. And of course, Rock City is there, and Lookout Mountain is there, and uh, Lookout and Ruby Falls. There's no income tax in here. Hello, Texas. Ruby. Is, that, is that correct or no uh, Texas? No, I mean Tennessee <laughs> state tax. I didn't know no state tax, and uh, so we get you. Other ways, <laughs> <laughs> they always do. Yeah, and you know they're building that track in between Knoxville and Nashville on I forty, which is the interstate that runs from the east coast to the west coast. Did you know that that interstates are numbered based on their direction? I did so not. Know even that. numbers are east west, and odd numbers are north south. I should know that. You should know <laughs> that. I mean, what did Eisenhower do have to do? You know, to get <laughs> wow, smart. Yeah, he was, was a military smart. man. He, he was, had it figured yes, out. Had it all figured out. So good for him. So new car in the stable this week. You you got a new car in the I stable? Did. How about that? Well, maybe you already knew. I do. I do. I'm just playing dumb. I'm playing <laughs> dumb. So I'm, tell me. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I got a little. I got a midlife crisis car. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> they're all a 1965. Factory 5 Roadster, the Mark II. It's a Cobra replica in mm-hmm. mm. beautiful Dodge Patriot blue pearl coat, Arctic white stripes, black interior. And people say, did you get the big block? Did you get the 427? Did you get the 460? Right, right. No, I didn't. I got the 5 liter EFI 1999 Cobra engine, and it's had some tweaks to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Edelbrock Performer heads, uh, the FR Cobra intake, the uh, cam, uh, the 65 millimeter throttle body, cold air intake, the shorty headers, mm-hmm. Borg Warner T5 transmission, which is basically new, an 8.8 inch differential, 373 ratio, and five lug axle conversion. It is a blast to drive, although they drive truck-like because mm-hmm. that's kind of the way that they are. And did you get snow tires for it? I, by the way? Yeah, I did. I got I got chains so that when they hit that fiberglass body, they'd be right. sure uh-huh. to do maximum amount of damage. Now, did you so, did you just see it out there and fall in love with it, or how did it, how did it come to be? It came to be because it's one of the few. I don't cherry pick cars here. Uh-huh. I don't buy cars. I don't. I don't. You know. I say, what was it? The old thing in the Scarface movie? Don't don't get high on your own supply. <laughs> um, I I don't buy cars off the floor. However, right. the one caveat, and all the guys know this uh, that work here, was that I was looking for a navy blue or a dark blue, white stripe Cobra replica, oh. small block. Um, with some miles on it, so it had been well sorted. Either a factory five or a super performance mm-hmm. or one of those, you know, one that's, uh, that's a good body on it. And like I said, one that had been well sorted. This was built in 2006. Um, it's got 
14,000 miles on it now. Mm-hmm. But factory fives are good. I mean, there's varying versions. If you build it, you know, if you're a schmo and build it in your garage and didn't know what you were doing, there can be some bad ones out there. And <laughs> sure. then there's some really professionally done ones. And even, I guess, factory five even will complete mm-hmm. some for you as well, too. But this one was really nicely done. And uh, it's got all the right stuff and except the top. And I was going to take it on the British reliability run oh, that okay. was here last weekend. Yeah. We did a tour up towards... Uh, Northern, north of, north of here, Pennsylvania, I'll just say that. And, uh, did they go to Yangling? Did they go to the Yangling? Uh, Yangling was, Pottsville? Yeah, Yangling, and there was a private, not to be mentioned, museum uh-huh. that we went okay. to as well. Right. And, uh, but the Yangling brewery thing I heard was cool. I didn't go, but we drove up there, and of course, uh, typical British reliability run. Guess what the weather was doing? It was raining. It was raining it was and foggy. Yeah. I saw and pictures on Facebook. We went up, uh, Mount, uh, whatever it was, and it was, oh, and I'm thinking, I'm in my Denali. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and of course, I was going to drive my Cobra because AC was England, and that right. would kind of fit the it British would. reliability. Would. Run. They wouldn't let me bring my Porsche or my Mercedes. Right. So, of course, I can't hardly blame them. So. Sure. They're off the list. No. <laughs> um, so we did this reliability run. We saw an amazing – I, you know, the, the the downside of what I do is I see a lot of things that I can't talk about. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> and so if I tell anybody this, I would have to kill every one of you. Uh-huh. And there's too many of you listening to, you know, me to have to have that on my conscience because all 12 of you it's might – good thing to know. bring up on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, got to kill people. you can't talk about. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, you should have been here yesterday. We had something really cool, and you missed it. <laughs> <laughs> right. My ex-father-in-law used to do that on stage. Little Hannah, his little daughter. Daughter was at four years old, and she'd come out and sing, You Are My Sunshine. And he'd say all the time, he'd say, and she wouldn't be there that particular night, and people would all be in the audience. Uh-huh. And he'd say, Boy, you folks should have been here last night. <laughs> They're like, Well, thanks a lot. That's so, like on the late night shows, they say, And tomorrow is going to yeah. be Harrison Ford. Oh, well, gee, thanks. I'm going to be busy tomorrow, or I don't know if I can yeah. stay up this late. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Well, for the audience, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. <laughs> exactly. So, anyway, the Cobra is a lot of fun. Uh, it, no, no different than the Harley has gotten three miles put on it by me. Uh, I hope to put more on it, but sure. it's like suede shoes. If there's a 1% chance of rain, it ain't coming out of the garage. That's right. But I've always wanted one and there it's you kind go. of fit the bill. And probably this nice. time next year, it'll be offered for sale and. You know, maybe. I mean, Congratulations. Check it off. Yeah. Well, thank awesome. You. awesome yeah. Check the check that off the bucket. Why can we take it for a run? Uh, well, uh, Jr. I would love to let you drive it, but um, uh, it's going to be one of those ones that uh, you'd have to know how to drive a manual transmission. <laughs> I do. And yeah. I know you guys don't know how to do uh, that. <laughs> so the mall has two um, replicas in. We have a real, obviously a real. A, a real Cobra. Cobra. Yeah. That's still for sale. Still and for then sale. two replicas that, yeah. are, that are in very nice. We have a Superformance that's got a 289. It's a slab side with no side pipes right which you know the, the, the joke about side pipes is is that you tell your passenger hey whatever you do be careful when you get out of the car because you burn <laughs> your leg on the side pipe and then you get out of the car and burn your leg on the side right. pipe and i've done it and it is not pretty it's no. second third degree burn. yeah it's not fun. Uh, so this one this one has the uh the protector exhaust kit thing that goes mm-hmm. over it so it does give you some relief and it's not quite as hot uh but boy it will burn you in a new york minute mm-hmm. and, it is, and those old black side pipes from those cobras from back in the day yeah. that got you know that you drove it for a couple of hours and got out mm-hmm. boy you gave it i don't see how the fiberglass doesn't melt i know it's things. incredible it, it's amazing that it mm-hmm. somehow um it gets beyond that so uh but anyway a lot of fun and uh you know like i said bucket list thing and and again if there's a one percent chance of rain it ain't coming out and that's the problem around here because i don't want to get stuck out somewhere and it's you know you got no protection at all mm-hmm. there's no top there's no tonneau cover there's no 
I mean, I guess you could take a car cover in the car with yeah, you. Yeah, tar- a tarp with you or tarp, something like that. But yeah. it's, it's this year has been uh, particularly rainy. I can't imagine. I can't even count how many shows of car shows have been oh canceled. And then they all end up on one day, like last weekend. Yeah. It was a nice Saturday. <laughs> Everybody had their show. I, I couldn't make. Yeah, or Sunday. Yeah, Sunday was mm-hmm. nice, and there was four or five shows that I got yeah. to one. Well, it's like, ooh, look at that. Yeah, there you in. go. Roadrunner. Yeah, Roadrunner. Ooh. In orange. Beautiful. Uh, with a black vinyl top. I, I, I'm not facing the, the window, so could we get a mirror or something so I can <laughs> look at drive, one of these? One of those driveway mirrors, those yeah. round things, yeah. convex, really good. whatever. Big, <laughs> looks like a big pumpkin. I could see driving that thing in the snow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was in Buffalo as a program director of a radio station, and uh, Ford gave us several vehicles to drive and evaluate. And they gave me a, a, a Mustang a GT in and the winter. This, this time. was yeah, and it, well, and it had just like a just a dusting of snow. Man, that thing was all over the road. You know, I got it there without wrapping it around a pole, but wow, it was it was rough in the morning. They let me take it home at night, and it was like, Whoo. yeah. I tell you, it's you know, be careful what you wish for. It's funny, you know, somebody said to me, oh, you get to do this or you get to drive that, and you know, but it's winter time, and you you, mm-hmm. know, you, you certainly don't enjoy it. You're more nerve wracking, especially if you don't own it, and especially if there's a chance that you couldn't afford it if you did wreck it. I had a buddy who had a big collection of cars and i worked for him and uh he everybody said oh you get to drive all these ferraris and this and that i'm like no it's a nightmare because if i tear it up i'm i'm sure. done yeah, i'm not gonna move to you know <laughs> chile or, or, or somewhere so yeah it was not fun it's only fun when you own it and if you can tear it up and afford it you know that's the that's the difference if you can tear if you can afford to fix something you break then it's okay to to have fun with it but if you can't then you're not going to get to enjoy it like my buddy who brought me his new ford gt here and he said, are you going to drive it or are you just going to, you know, sissy along? And of course I drove it. And then he said, you know, I didn't want to tell you this until after you drove it that the windshield is $35,000. Like, <laughs> oh, thanks. wow. Appreciate yeah. that. Oh, so, yikes. But anyway, I digress. Yes. Uh, what was it? Uh, a ground optic lens? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, it's like they had uh, in Audrain up at the Concours last weekend or a couple of weekends ago, they had, what in the heck are you doing? <laughs> I got to put it on the microphone. Oh. <laughs> Oh, because it doesn't pick up. Right. Oh, we'll complicated. get there. Okay. Yeah, we're we're going to figure all this out. Yep. We need more technology. Uh, <laughs> I already have a plan for this. We'll <laughs> okay. discuss it later. It <laughs> sounds good. Um, anyway, at Audrain, they had two, three Bizzarinis, mm-hmm. which are really cool European sports cars that mm-hmm. were um, Chevrolet powered. And these are they're they're being remade, and they're all the body is all carbon fiber. Wow! So the oh. price tag is two point two million. Sure, per car. why not? Why not? I mean, is that crazy? Yeah. Two point two million mm-hmm. for a car. <laughs> I mean, we see it in Duesenbergs and Ferraris and all that. This is basically a brand new. Wow! I don't want to call it a kit car. It's a right. continuation car. Mm-hmm. Might be a better term for yeah. it. Um, but man, two point two million. Yeah, no. and carbon fiber. What happened? I mean, it's supposedly the strongest stuff on earth and light and yeah. super light, light and and strong. A friend of mine uh, was with the company that invented carbon fiber in the fifties. Really? Yeah, and uh, and he, uh, I can't tell you who he is, or he'd have to kill you. <laughs> so it's the third time I've told him. Second time I've told people. <laughs> you are threatening death left, left and right here. I would steer clear of him, space. Steve. Steer clear. Stewards, make yeah. sure he's not in a mood. That kind of mood, you know. I just could snap at any moment. So. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Anyway, so have more coke. <laughs> yes, I'll need to. That's what amps me up, man. Uh, anyway, when we return. Uh, we'll talk about some other stuff, car related and, you know, not so car related. We'll Brought to you the- by the pause that refreshes Coca-Cola. Well, not yet, but we'd like to get a sponsorship. So come on, Coke. I, I like your proactive thinking. We'll see you in a couple minutes. 
If you love classic cars, you're gonna wanna listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. It's a museum, it's a showroom, it's an experience. The Classic Auto Mall in Morgantown, Pennsylvania is 336,000 square feet of rare custom and specialty automobiles on display and on consignment. From the earliest production cars to modern exotics, Classic Auto Mall is a feast for the eyes and the memories. Stroll through time in any season in this climate-controlled facility that you simply have to see to believe. Admission is free. Just remember to bring comfortable shoes. When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega-dollar collector cars you can't afford, or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144-page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories, the type of car features you won't find anywhere else. It features American and foreign cars, pre- and post-war era cars of distinction including sports cars, muscle cars, and regular family sedans too. To discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published, you can purchase either a single copy for $12.95 plus $3 postage, or a one-year subscription, four issues, for $59.95. To order your copy, go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com. That's www.crankshaftmagazine.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with the Classic Auto Mall podcast from the Classic Auto Mall studio in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. Right across the street from a casino. How cool is that? Hollywood Casino. The Hollywood Casino, Morgantown. Yeah, right at home. Yeah, I do too. Right back in LA. We're going to do a promotion with them. Hollywood. <laughs> I'm barely hearing you on your mic. What's going on? Really? Yeah. Check one. Check one. Oh, there you are. See, JR. Yeah. He was. Pilot error. <laughs> I got a lot of buttons today. <laughs> I got too many buttons. <laughs> um, anyway, the casino right across the street and boy, they seem to be doing all kinds of business. They're busy, busy, busy over there. And it's interesting because, you know, Two years ago, there wasn't a casino. That's right. And they just all of a sudden build it, and they will come. It's amazing. The field of dreams, I guess, well, or whatever. So, uh, but anyway, um, what were you telling me about a car that came in? I couldn't quite understand the Plymouth. It was oh, a hot there, rod. It's a. I have to look. Yeah, up. it's a copper. Uh, looks like a soft top, and uh, it's it's a beautiful car. And the only reason I knew it was a Plymouth was it had the three sails on the hood. Yeah, yeah. the hood ornament. Yeah, from, uh, that's been uh, that was one of the. I don't guess they. Use that in later years, did they? I think that was only during the early years. I don't remember yeah. seeing it on like a prowl yeah, or, right. or anything like that. Although maybe they did do retro. When was the last year for Plymouth? I don't know. Oh, come oh, on. Oh, gosh. Oh, you really asked me? 72? No, 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 no. Pontiac's last year was 88, right? No. Uh, oh, no, later. 2007. I mean, or I mean 2008. Eight. Yeah, 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 sorry, yeah. 88. Listen to me. Um, We're Plymouth, checking the phones. Plymouth. Please Plymouth. stand by. Plymouth. Demise. If you know and can come up with the answer before us, you win nothing except the self satisfaction that you beat us in two thousand one. Really? Yeah. And Pontiac's demise. How, how about I use that word to hmm. find? You? I was surprised about that because I always thought that Buick was not the seller, and Pontiac was the performance car, and Buick was more higher end like Cadillac. And it I was. thought, you know, I thought they'd make a lower end Cadillac and just get rid of the Buick. Mm-hmm. But apparently, in China, Buick is like the top selling car. I've right, heard. Right. Pontiac was a great brand. I always loved, I loved it. I love Pontiacs. I got a great Pontiac. Well, I bought one to resell. Mm-hmm. Um, sixty three Pontiac Grand Prix. 389, Tri-Power. Nice. Have you seen the car? Red, red. No. 
What do you mean you haven't seen it? It's been here for two, three weeks. Well, I've oh. been waiting in line to get mine done, just like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I had four Firebirds and a Grand seventy seven Grand Prix. I love that Grand Prix. That I love Grand Prix. And this the sixty three was. It's really it's first year for the Grand Prix, and uh, this one's got all the options. It's got the eight lug wheels. It's got the tri power. It's a special red on red color. Uh, power uh, brakes, power steering. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's just a really wonderful car, wonderfully restored. And it's one of those ones that I bought, and I don't care if I ever sell it. And I don't mean that I've priced it to the point where I don't care if I ever sell it. Right. That's, there's a difference there. I mean, I've got it priced where I think it should be on the market, and, you know, we'll see. But uh, it's really, really a cool car and really well done. And, you know, I'll give you a little trivia on Pontiac Grand Prix. Anybody, let's see if you all know the answer. All right. You can't look. You're already I'm cheating. Not, no, I'm looking for the Plymouth Oh, that uh, came in. 2000, oh. Oh, the Plymouth that came in. So what was the only year that you could get a Pontiac Grand Prix with a convertible top? Ooh, Ooh I, didn't, I didn't know you could. Yeah, it was one year only. Really? Mm-hmm. 72. Ding, 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 wrong. <laughs> 1967. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. One year that produced a convertible That's got to be rare. Prix. Yeah. Have you seen one ever? I had one. I had a triple black one. Really? And it had the 428 HO in it, uh, four barrel, the eight lug wheels, uh, four speed manual transmission, Ooh. eight track tape player, AC, power steering and brakes, uh, and a hood mounted tack. And the brochure says of the day, uh, the Pontiac Grand Prix convertible in 1967, if you don't get one, you'll never forgive yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, wow. that's great. Yeah. That's wow, a that's sales harsh. line. Yeah. That is harsh, isn't it? And, and they, when they first come out, if I recall, Oh, they looked like the Bonneville, but they were they had all different cues mm-hmm. that told you that it was the Grand Prix. It's boxy, but it's cool, you know. Yeah. And especially in the red, you very rarely see them in red. They're usually in black or navy or whatever. Right. And you got to remember, in '63, the guy who had the two door hardtop was an impractical guy. So he's probably single, probably the cool guy in the neighborhood, Sam, probably mm-hmm. made money. Yeah. Yeah. The worked, cool uncle. Yeah, the cool uncle made money, probably worked for like Boeing as a airplane salesman <laughs> or something, you know. Yeah. You yeah. know, when when sales was respectable. <laughs> right, to, right. Call it car specialist like we do. So, right. You know, just a fancy name for sales. But you know, hey listen, it is what it is. That's the the hobby that we're in. And and back then, you know, there was careers that were a little bit different in the sixties mm-hmm. than they are today. I mean I don't imagine that you see as much as you see back then. But the cool guys had that, or the Mark III Lincoln uh, was always a really cool oh, yeah. car for a, a guy who was, you know, the hot stuff of the neighborhood. Sure. So, uh, but anyway. Yes, back to your Grand Prix. Yes. I, I saw it now. I remember it now. It was back there. Beautiful car, straight as an arrow, spectacular color. Great spec. Oh, now come on. And it won't last. Yeah. We were all, we, all the car specialists were back there. And one, went, um, one of the last Pontiacs they had was, they didn't call it the Grand Prix, but it was the G8, wasn't that? Sure, right? sure. And sure. I rented one when they came out yeah. in Chicago, and I loved it. It, it, it was really nice. We just sold one not too long ago, or we have yeah, one. We have one. We, we have, have a one. silver we one. Sold it. We have a silver one, 94,000. So call now. Yeah, call now. But we don't have a GXP no, we don't. version, which is the really high-performance um, version. That's right. Only 3,000 of those were made. And they just had a big meet in Ohio over the weekend, uh, Holden. And 4,000 like, showed up? Yeah. A lot, a lot no. of them, yeah. A lot of G8s and Do the GTOs. Do you humor? They built 3,000 and 4,000 showed up. <laughs> and no. I have to explain jokes around here. It doesn't make them not as funny. It was a, it was a what do they call it, down under in, 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 the, in the Midwest it was called. Holden, yeah. yeah. Holden yeah. Monaro uh, exactly. was one. The GTO of Pontiac that they 
reintroduced in 2004, 5, 6. Yep, 4. Uh, 4, thank you. Mm-hmm. You are quite the <laughs> I know knowledgeable quite yeah, on yeah. the late model. That's right. That's right. Don't cars. ask me about pre-war stuff. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> New, New Hampshire uh, Car Museum just had a Pontiac show. It got The weekend got moved because of rain. It was mm-hmm. just like last weekend or the weekend before. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They uh, Pontiac shows are really popular. They are you know, popular with spectators and popular with attendees as well. Too. I think there's going to be more and more what they call orphan shows, yeah. which is the orphan brands, and so Pontiac and Opal and who's well, next to, on the chopping block? Would you Ooh. if you had to bet? Oh, who would be the next well, manufacturer to go no, away? I think, I mean, American. Yeah. Or just anybody. Well, mostly any. American. Any, well, any. Mitsubishi is on its way out. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure about uh, is that. It, you think so? I think yeah. you're probably yeah. right on yeah. that. They they yeah. don't yeah. seem to sell much of it. You don't hardly see a Mitsubishi Very small. I've been market. seeing a lot of the new SUV, the big SUV. It's kind of cool looking, actually. Yeah. It's it's better looking than most of those. i put it to you that way. And, you know, of course, the Mitsubishi, the collectible ones, the 3000 GT VR4s. And, uh, oh, sure. Those, yeah, those well. are nice. Yep. Uh, what about Mazda? Could Mazda be? Oh, no. I think Mazdas are... are Okay. Growing, yeah. yeah probably I mean, growing. it's still a small yeah. part of the market. And that and Subaru, I think they have like 3% of the market yeah, or something. Subaru but they're all is, still all over the place. Huh? Subaru is an amazing success story. They are. Of an oddball car mm-hmm. that just, and especially around here, you see them on the road mm-hmm. everywhere. I mean, it's, it seems like every other vehicle is some kind For of sure. Subaru Outback. And or, great resale value. That's mm-hmm. one of the reasons sure. they, they do so well. They, they're very sensible. And yeah. people that buy them are very sensible. Yeah, they They're are. like Volvos yeah. and Sobs. They're very sensible people. That's right. You know, a lot of times, though, you find the vehicles that, like you're mentioning Mazda, just because their dealer network's not that big, you don't see them in a right, lot of areas right. like around here. But in Philadelphia, where there's a big Mazda dealership network, you see a lot of them. Sure. Why does why does McDonald's outsell Arby's? Because there's they're, more McDonald's. They're and, everywhere. And all of a sudden, you know, you're driving down the road, and you're like, I'm looking for something different. And guess what? There's another McDonald's, and now I'm starving. <laughs> so I'm going to McDonald's by virtue of right. the proximity to my hunger. I'm going to wait for a Wendy's. <laughs> I'm going to wait for a but Wendy's. I'm going to get a McDonald's. But I'm, as I'm going south, as I'll be going this week, or yes. tomorrow, actually, um, tomorrow in Radio World, tomorrow right uh october the 11th you know um <laughs> 2023 we might add <laughs> yeah because this is podcast is 701 a.m podcasts are forever yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just last forever yeah so we have to make sure we're coming from the united states of america too because mm-hmm. it could be that we have changed our location in later years we could be that's in true south america we might have we other, branches other branches of, of, of classic, classic auto mall we might incorporate well. it the moon, Mars, yeah. Hawaii. And, and we want to remind, remind us where we can be heard, Stuart, or? Oh, yes. Why America's, well, I would normally do it. It would be on my screen up there, but somehow, you know, we, we had a lot too, going on there. Too many buttons. But, yeah. but how about Spotify? How about Buzzsprout? How about, uh, Apple Music? How about, uh, Streama? Streama. We've got, of course, sure. you know, Google Podcast, um, uh, Amazon Music, all of those. You know, you're listening to us on one podcast already and perhaps on America's Web Radio, but we are available other places. Almost. And like they say, wherever you get your podcast. Yeah, we're, we're just about at every podcast. We're like on 15 sources yeah. now. And that's like our, you know, advertising our cars. We're on 65 different websites that's all right. the world. Not to mention the amount of websites that just pluck our inventory and put it on their site. And this is not a harmful, foulful, bad thing. They're not plucking our inventory and trying to sell mm-hmm. it from out from under they're right. just advertising for us because they need traffic to their website so they can start so they can call me and say hey you, know, you don't <laughs> pay me guy. anything no they can call me and say hey you've had 10,000 hits on your car here on our site and, and we want to start charging you a monthly fee and that's a good way to do it <laughs> you know give somebody something for free mm-hmm. and then you can show them that it works yeah. it's a great thing so um, anyway 
uh, I was just reading about, did you read about this? And it's probably a little past tense. Shelby GT500 Code Red. No. You heard about this thing? A thousand horsepower. <laughs> a thousand horsepower. And Why? this, I am. And uh, it's because thir- it can be. 1300 horsepower on E85. There's 10 mm-hmm. built per year. They're not street legal. <laughs> it's over the price of the base Shelby, $209,000. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how you get one. These special one-offs and two-offs and 10-offs and 50-offs and 500-offs are just amazing. I mean, these things are – it's a race car. And the Lexus LFA, mm-hmm. which you should know a lot about. I do. Yeah. Uh, they only uh, made 500 of those. Mm-hmm. If you're not familiar, the LFA was built between 2010 – or sold between 2010 and 2012. And uh, they, they're they breaking the million-dollar mark. There's Unbelievable. One, there's yeah. one for sale mm-hmm. uh, for a million one on – one of the sites I can't remember. Right. They're naturally aspirated, four point eight liter V ten. That's right. See, we were talking about the Dodge. Who, who uses the V ten? Yeah, who uses the V ten? Well, Lexus apparently does too. Um, and of course, zero to sixty two in three point seven seconds, and two hundred two two hundred and two mile per hour top speed. But they say it rev it redlines at nine thousand RPM. It's like an Acura NSX. It's incredible. They said the sound is that's, symphonic. That's right. And you occasionally they show up at Radnor. Uh, yeah, I've seen one uh, other places. Ardmore Car Show. Uh, uh, Three hundred fifty thousand when new, and Car and Driver at the time called it a bargain mm. compared to to its performance and its abilities and all of that. Yeah, and it's got the lovely carbon ceramic brakes, yeah. which are five thousand dollars <laughs> a rotor if you happen to go through them. Of course, they last a while. Supposedly, and that's but, why they're super low mileage when we see them. But, but they were really surprising to a lot of people because you didn't see many of them on the market, and then all of a sudden one went to an auction and did like seven hundred thousand, and people went, "Did what?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's crazy talk. And uh, so anyway, um, if you get a chance, if you hadn't seen one, Google it because the Lexus LFA. Most people have no idea it exists. No earthly idea. It's like the Z8 BMW. It's a limited production, mm-hmm. uh, really, really, really cool car. Another thing I was just reading about before we came on the air uh, was that the the sales difference between the first gen Camaro and the same year Mustang mm-hmm. sixty seven sixty eight and sixty nine uh, in those three years Camaro sold six hundred ninety nine thousand units which is nothing to be ashamed that's of. real good that's years. real good yeah a million eighty nine thousand Mustangs wow. in the same period now Mustang did have a little bit of a head start they it did. started in sixty two and a half years sixty four and, and a half, half. Yep. yeah. And, uh, but how's that for a difference? That the is. Mustang difference. And, and do you think it carries over to that, to today? I think more Mustangs are sold yeah. than Camaros. Well, actually. I think there's so many variants of the Mustang right. on the market, whether it's a Shelby or a Roush mm-hmm. or all the others. Or just their base model. Or just know, the base model. Six, and, V6. And the Camaro doesn't have really many variants at all, mm-hmm. except for the, uh, what's the race car one? ZL1. ZL1. Mm-hmm. Um, like we look at right over here. Yep. That was an older model. Oh, that's an older model. But yeah. we do have a, we do have a, the Lingerfelder uh, yeah. ZL1 here, which I can't believe nobody's bought yet, but yeah, well, the we, supercar. You know, there's cars that we say about that it's pushing you know, 700 that, that, horsepower. I, I think uh, aren't they going to stop production of the Camaro? I think so. Yeah, uh, I had heard that yeah. Uh, again. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and they're going to stop making convertibles again, right? And, anyway. and challengers too. And like challengers, that. yeah. So, oh. so it's all going to hell in a handbag. So <laughs> that's all the news <laughs> that we can report from Morgantown, Pennsylvania today. Thanks for listening to the Classic Automob Podcast. We'll see you next week. 
You've been listening to the Classic Auto Mall Podcast with your host, Stuart Howden. Executive producer, Steve Safir. Produced and engineered by yours truly, J.R. Russ. Thanks for listening and sharing the Classic Auto Mall Podcast. Available on ClassicAutoMall.com, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Music courtesy of the Pat Travers Band. Produced by Car Smarts Media. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.